Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to yet another episode of The Daily. Today is May the 4th, or many of you will commonly know this day to be Star Wars Day. You know, get it? May the 4th, May the 4th be with you. I'm sure many of you do. Well, today, as I do every year on May the 4th, I have an entire day worth of movie watching planned out for myself. I watch the original Star Wars canon uh, pretty much every year. I've been doing this for uh, the last five years now. And I'm so glad I have a wife that loves Star Wars as much as I do. We even had a Star Wars wedding. So this is a great day for me. I'm super excited to get started on watching episode 4 and then 5 then 6. Cycling back to 1, 2, 3. Completely ignoring 7, 8, 9. Because, you know, if you're a real fan, those movies, we pretend like they don't exist. You know, I personally have mixed feelings whenever... Preachers, pastors would make a Star Wars reference or uh, draw some biblical parallels in their messages. Um, and one of those would be the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, is kind of like the force in Star Wars. And many, when they're trying to explain who the Holy Spirit is to, especially young people, would liken the Spirit of God to the force in Star Wars. Now, as much as I love the franchise, and as much as I would be a Jedi Knight if I had any opportunity to do so, I can't help but notice the sheer inaccuracy of that comparison and statement. The Holy Spirit is not like the Force. Now, just in case you have not seen a single Star Wars movie and have absolutely no clue what I'm talking about and about to check out of the podcast already, let me just give you a quick download on what the Force is. Now, the Force in Star Wars canon is a mysterious energy field that's created by life that binds the galaxy together. So when the Jedi, now these are the good guys, and the Sith, the bad guys, harness the power of the Force. It gives them like extraordinary abilities such as levitating objects, tricking minds, seeing things before they happen, pushing, all sorts of <laughs> amazing powers. Now, not everyone can use the Force. In order to use the Force, you must be quote-unquote Force-sensitive. And to be Force-sensitive simply means that you have a high number of th these microscopic life forms called midichlorians present in your bloodstream. And that is what enables you to be force sensitive. Now I'm done geeking out on you. This is the end of all the Star Wars I'm gonna indoctrinate you with today. <laughs> and so the force is this <laughs> inanimate, impersonal kind of uh, energy that enables its carriers, its bearers to do extraordinary stuff and it doesn't have a personality nor emotions and is only carried and wielded by a select few individuals and its primary function and purpose is for abilities is to give its user its bearer abilities now those of you who have been around long enough in church 
would know that the Holy Spirit is not a force. We talk about him often as a person and scripture speaks of the Spirit of God as a real person, as the third person of the Trinity. The Bible teaches that the Holy Spirit has all the attributes of personality. It is not merely an impersonal force. In John chapters 14, 15, and 16, for example, Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit as He. Jesus also refers to the Holy Spirit as the Comforter or the Counselor. This title conveys the ideas of advising, exhorting, comforting, uh, strengthening, interceding, and encouraging a very real person. In addition, the Bible makes it clear that the Holy Spirit is God himself. In Acts chapter 5, verse 1 to 4, a man who lied to the Holy Spirit is said to have lied to God himself. The Bible will also say that the spirit can be grieved. This deep, visceral reaction to hurt, to pain. All of this says to us that the spirit is a person with real emotions. And it's not merely an impersonal, inanimate kind of a force. Now, I'm sure all of us can agree with this point. This is basically theology 101. Many of you must be thinking, oh, this is kind of a no-brainer, Andre. Duh, the Holy Spirit is a person. We know that. But if we are honest with ourselves, much of our interaction or approach to the Holy Spirit is that of Him as a force, as a giver of abilities, or at best some kind of cosmic genie kind of figure, one that you summon when you need something, and is out of sight, out of mind, tucking a lamb when things are going smooth. I think of that line by Dallas Willard in his book, Renovation of the Heart. He says this, that we don't believe something by merely saying we believe it. Or even when we believe that we believe it. Rather, we believe something when we act as if it were true. And I wonder how different our lives would look our thoughts, our deeds, our actions, our schedule, our priorities, if we actually believed and acted upon that outrageous truth that the Spirit of God is a person and that person is dwelling in us, that person is around us, is present in our rooms right now, He is near, He is close, the Spirit of God is with us. Would our lives look any different from the way it looks now? I think for one, we would be more mindful of how we conduct ourselves. You know, I think of that Bill Johnson analogy where he draws reference from the text that talks about how the Spirit of God descended upon Jesus like a dove. And to picture in our minds how we would live life if we had a dove on our shoulders and the entire objective and goal of our lives is to not let that dove fly away. Very obviously, every step, everything that we do would be with the dove in mind. We would pay careful attention to not do anything that will startle the dove, that will cause it to fly away. I think such is a life that recognizes the person of the Holy Spirit, His presence in our lives, that everything that we do we do with the Spirit in mind. We will be careful to refrain from things that will cause Him grief, pain, 
and recognize him by giving him rightful attention, preference, and acknowledgement. Let's look at a passage of scripture real quick. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. And now this is a familiar passage of scripture. Let's read it together this morning. It says this in God's word. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Let's read verse 6 together again. It says this, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Now, the early followers of Jesus were not referred to as Christians. This would come far later down the road and it was used initially as a term of mockery, this idea of little Christ. But today it's become a term that we have now embraced. We are called Christians. But the early Christians, the early followers of Jesus were referred to as followers of the way. By that it meant that these men, these women, have adopted the life or lifestyle of Jesus, their Messiah, their Savior, their teacher. They have made the decision to follow Jesus' way. And that isn't just a set of teachings, what we understand to be theology, or a certain moral code, or what we commonly understand to be ethics, but it was really a way of life. And that was what it meant to follow Jesus. You would adopt his way, his life. And so when we read of the word way in the Bible, it is synonymous to this idea of your entire life, your lifestyle. And so when we read Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, it says this, In all your ways, in your life, in your lifestyle, you are to acknowledge Him. And of course, that sounds like a pretty tall order, right? How do we acknowledge God with our entire lives? And of course, the stuff that comes to mind are like refraining from sin, embracing certain spiritual convictions, implementing spiritual practices, all of these are right and good and we should do them and we should endeavor to do them in a greater measure. But I don't want us to move too quickly past this idea of acknowledgement because it sounds so simple, but in reality it's incredibly profound and it has the ability to change your life. Probably my favorite book on the Holy Spirit is a real short read uh, by Benny Hinn, controversial in many ways, uh, but he wrote a brilliant book called Good Morning Holy Spirit. And the simple premise behind the book is this, that he would wake up every morning and the first words that would be uttered out of his lips would be the words Good Morning Holy Spirit. And he would do that every day as a way of greeting the Spirit acknowledging the Spirit's presence in his life and leaning in and saying, Yes, Spirit, I want to hear from you today. I want to do your will. I want to yield to you today. I acknowledge you, Spirit of God. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Now, that might sound weird and a bit off to some of you, but consider that in light of how many of us interact with the Holy Spirit. 
we go to the Spirit when we need things. We go to the Spirit when we need to make our requests known. We go to the Spirit when we need wisdom. We go to the Spirit when we get in trouble. We go to the Spirit when we need a miracle. I saw an article recently that the number of Google searches on how to pray has exponentially increased in recent months. And it's because, you know, we are entering into a world full of uncertainty. And all of us at this time need wisdom. We need divine insight as to how we are to navigate much of the challenges that we will be facing in the days to come. We need direction. And I love that that verse, it goes on to say this after that line, in all your ways acknowledge him and then he shall direct your paths. Notice how direction, divine insight, wisdom, counsel comes with a life that is postured and given to acknowledging God. The Spirit is not a wisdom-dispensing vending machine, but His voice, His counsel, His wisdom is present when we have cultivated an ongoing, consistent relationship with Him. Now, this flies directly in the face of all that we know as a culture, where we have instant access to information, whatever information we want on the planet, we can Google it and it comes at the snap of a finger. We have instant access to entertainment. We have Netflix, we have Hulu, we have Disney+, Plus. we have all these options at our fingertips with next day delivery, instant ready to cook meals. We want things right now. And in many ways, that is what we expect of God, the Spirit. We want answers, we want fruit, we want stuff, we want information, we want wisdom now. Dallas Willard has this brilliant line, he says this, that our failure to hear his voice, God's voice, when we want to, is due to the fact that we do not in general want to hear it, that we want it only when we think we need it. Even in this time where we, along with many others in the world, are humbled by our inability to plan, to predict, to control the future, where we are so in need and made aware of our need of God and His wisdom, His counsel, may this serve as a reminder to us that our God, His Spirit, His voice is not like many of the things that we see in the world that we can get on demand in an instant. God is not a force that we summon and wield, but He is a person that we are to intimately know. And we'll realize over time that God is in the habit of speaking to His friends, to ones who would set apart time to seek, to know Him, to acknowledge Him in all their ways. So this morning, even as we begin our day, and I know many of you have needs today, you are in need of wisdom, of counsel, of insight from God. You might be praying into certain decisions even today, not knowing what to do, being stuck at the crossroads. I just want to invite you even this morning to put those aside for just a moment 
and to acknowledge the spirit, not so much his ability to do things, his power, but it is just to acknowledge his person, his presence. He is here, he is real, he is near. So let's do that this morning and this might be strange or weird for you to do. But I want to invite you this morning to close your eyes and come into a place of quiet with minimal to no distractions around you. And with your eyes closed, in your mind just begin to focus and direct your attention on God's spirit. Pay attention to the feelings that you're experiencing right now. You may be feeling the sense of peace in your heart or a sense of excitement in your soul as though you're reunited with an old friend. You may be feeling physical sensations on your body like goosebumps, heat, whatever have you. In this moment, you are yielding your entire body, your flesh, your soul, your mind to experiencing the Spirit, His nearness. Scripture tells us that God is all around us, that the Spirit dwells in us. So today, by the work of Jesus on the cross, we get to experience God the Spirit here and now. So even as you lean in now and you're beginning to experience the presence of the Holy Spirit in your heart, in your body, I want you to acknowledge Him this day with the words, Good morning, Holy Spirit. And I want you to say it out loud in response to the Spirit's work in and on you today. Say it with me. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Awesome. You can say that as many times as you would like. And let's spend a few moments today basking in God's presence, His Spirit, and acknowledging Him with this moment of undivided attention and devotion. Let's do so this morning. Amazing. I hope that you were refreshed by this experience with God the Spirit. And I pray that all through your day today, that you will lean in, that you will set moments all through your day to acknowledge God, His Spirit, that is at work in your life. So let me pray for you this morning. Father, we thank you for your Spirit. We thank you that you have given us your spirit so that we may know you, we may experience you, so that we may find wisdom, insight in a world that is so uncertain. And God, we thank you for the promise of scripture that when we acknowledge you in all our ways in our life, when we give room to you, when we give you the attention that you are rightfully due, that you will direct our paths. So this day, and we pray for the days to come, we give you our acknowledgement. We give you our attention. 
and we ask that you would direct our path. Speak to us, O God. We love you. We love your spirit. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. Go watch some Star Wars today. Have a blessed day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.